hello hello thanks for joining me today guys just me today um for one of the shorter episodes um more for your sakes i could definitely speak for 45 minutes alone but i don't know if the whole thing would be uh <laughs> valuable advice um so yes here goes um i'm trying a no editing thing as well moving forward just because I've got lots of feedback saying it is a bit more natural when I try and not edit out my ums and ahs. Uh, I do say um quite a lot. So I'm trying my best not to. I will take my time and be more natural. Here goes. Uh, so today I want to talk about a principle. Um, I feel like principle sounds really boring. A, yeah, an idea, a concept um, that not to be dramatic changed my life when I read this book, okay? So not just in relation to fitness today, although it can be applied to fitness, but also business, relationships, hobbies, and just general life, to be honest. So that principle is based on a book um, by Greg McKeown, um, and that is essentialism, which is, in his words, the disciplined pursuit of less. So if you ever feel overworked, constantly stretch too thin, feel like you're always busy, but kind of not really getting done what you want to get done, then this is for you. This is like going to change your life. <laughs> Again, not to be dramatic, but it will. I don't make these big claims very often. Jokes, I say it quite a lot. <laughs> so I would obviously recommend reading the book, um, which is just called Essentialism by Greg McKeown. Um, I will link it below. But um, I will give you also a general description today of what it is, but the book is obviously a great for a little bit more of detail um, and some specific examples of how to apply it in your life. So what is essentialism? So essentially the essentialist, essentially, oh God, the essentialist way of living encourages doing less but better. Okay, so only doing the few things that really matter rather than thinking everything is important, rushing around all the time and wondering how you can fit everything in. It kind of shuns being busy and I feel a little bit attacked by this because like, you know, every time you catch up with a friend, it's like house things, like, oh, so busy, you know, nonstop. It shuns that. It's like, that's not, you know, busy isn't impressive, right? Doing the right things well is impressive rather than just filling your time with loads of stuff, okay? So essentialists kind of question the trade-offs of doing more. So like, if I take on more work or if I, you know, do more things, say yes to more, more people, what will be sacrificed by that? They kind of question the trade-offs because there was always a trade-off, right? So essentialism is essentially, I need to stop saying essentially, is about saying no to everything except the essential rather than saying yes to people without really thinking or like I said before, questioning the trade-offs or kind of what will be compromised if I do say yes to more and I do take on more. Essentialists take a lot of time to think about what really matters and then try and remove obstacles to make the execution of the important things or the important tasks easy rather than kind of just rushing and forcing yourself to do things last minute and kind of hyping yourself up to do the lots and lots of things, right? So it's really about narrowing that focus in whatever that may, may be. And I will go on in a minute to talk about how this can be applicable to fitness. Um, it might not be in your case. Um, you might find this more useful to kind of apply in your everyday life. I think most people will probably find that it applies really well in their working lives. Um, that is the book kind of does have a lot of a lot of uh, examples to do with that. Um, I will use an analogy in a minute, which will make it a little bit more clear. Um, but yeah, where was I? Uh, yeah, so essentially you're making the important things easy to do, narrowing your focus, but you've got to be really clear, to be honest, about and really have a really good idea of what 
is the important thing and that's kind of half of it is working out what what the essential things are for you and that's obviously going to look different for everyone but it's going to be about those actions that are going to take you closer to that goal whatever your goal is like I say in work in fitness in your relationship whatever right there's going to be one important goal for you in each of those areas of your life um you probably feel like you might have a few, five even, but realistically, there's only going to be one that's super, super important. If you could only achieve one of them, that's the one that we're thinking about working on here. Because if you don't do this, someone else will, right? Whether that be your boss or your clients or someone else, right? If you don't have, you know, a clear kind of focus of how you want to spend your time, how you want to spend your energy, um, then you end up saying yes to things and you kind of, people can in that way not in a malicious way whatsoever but you know let's say that you're in a job and you always get work uh asked to do more things and do more meetings or whatever um obviously depending on how how kind of flexible your your job is right um but you may lose your focus within that of the task that you're actually um working on so a lot of the times you know there's not huge kind of um consequences or not serious consequences for saying no to things right so it's about that. Um, so therefore, essentialists generally feel more in control of their lives. They get the right things done and then can actually enjoy the journey, right? It's all about the journey, not the destination. We know that. Um, as opposed to kind of non-essentialists who take on too much, their work then suffers as a result or their results then suffer as a result. They feel a little bit out of control, overwhelmed and kind of always unsure if you've got the right things done. Like you're always doing things, but you're not really sure if they're the right things or you've you've been busy but you've not been productive it's that sort of um situation we're thinking about here so there is a big focus on discipline here so you have to be really really sure about what is the most important thing to you and then put your energy into those things um and have the discipline to put your energy just into those things and have the discipline to say no to the things that actually don't serve that one goal right because if you think about it we have obviously a finite amount of energy you know we don't have an infinite amount of energy to give to people and tasks and jobs whatever otherwise we'd all be like millionaires and like have loads of friends <laughs> right so if you think about your finite amount finite amount of energy the more things that that energy is split between, less energy per thing, right? So your work, you know, let's say that that's 10 projects, you're going to have a 10th of your energy on in each of those projects, which means that they're probably going to be pretty shit, the results on all those projects, right? Excuse my French. However, if you're putting all your energy into this one project, then I'm sure that project will be bloody brilliant, right? So focusing into onto a few things creates better work or better results, whatever we're talking about. Um, There's a little paragraph here I'm just going to read from the book uh, because I think it can be, often this can kind of be misinterpreted and, and essentialism can come across like you're trying to get, trying to encourage you to do less, which in a kind of negative way, but well, let me just read it. So one paradox of essentialism is that essentialists actually explore more options than their non-essentialist counterparts. Non-essentialists get excited by virtually everything and thus react to everything. But because they are so busy pursuing every opportunity and idea, they actually explore less. The way of the essentialist, on the other hand, is to explore and evaluate a broad set of options before committing to any. 
because essentialists will commit and go big on only the vital few ideas or activities, they will explore more options at first to ensure they pick the right one later. Look at that. Absolutely love that. So it's not about doing more in less time. It's not about getting less done either. It's about getting the right things done. It's about regaining control of our choices and choosing where to spend our time and energy. A really good analogy of this from the book is uses a messy wardrobe, right? So obviously, I mean, if you're anything like me, your wardrobe is very cluttered, despite having only moved recently, so it should be pretty organized. Um, You know, we've got all sorts of clothes that we never wear and they accumulate and our lives get pretty cluttered in the same way, right? As kind of commitments and activities that we said to just pile up, right? Most of these don't come um, with a kind of expiry date. Um, So they kind of just, they're always there, right? It's not like we have to kind of sort through, right? They just kind of persist and they hang around. Um, Same with the clothes, right? With all these kind of commitments that we said yes to. So here's how the Greg um, suggests that we kind of approach this like in the in the in the context or the, in the analogy of using this messy wardrobe so number one is exploring and evaluating so instead of asking like will I ever wear this um, you ask more disciplined tough questions like do I love this do I look great in it do I wear it often not mm, maybe I'll wear that in a couple summers if I went to this you know like how often do you need that fancy dress costume again right you're probably not going to dress up as Buzz Lightyear many times in your life, right? Get rid of it, put it on Vinted. <laughs> um, so yeah, if the answer is no to do I look great in it? Do I wear this often? Do I love this? Then gone, right? So you've got to explore and evaluate. So in your personal professional life, the equivalent of asking yourself is like, uh, of asking yourself if you wear something, if you love it, is thinking, will this activity or will this effort make the highest possible contribution towards my goal? whatever that goal is for you. Yeah. So explore and evaluate. Second up is then eliminate. So naturally, um, let's say you've got, you know, your must keep clothes and probably should get rid of clothes. Um, are you actually ready to get rid of those, those clothes, right? Are you actually ready to take them to the charity shop to put them online, whatever it is, right? A good, really good way to ask to kind of, if you're not quite there yet with that sort of stuff, um, is to ask yourself, you know, like, let's say you've got this top that you're like, "Mm, never really wear it, but I don't want to bin it. If you didn't already own it, how much would you spend to buy it again? And that usually does the trick. (laughs) Because you're like, "Mm, probably wouldn't wouldn't pay for it, right? And that's how you know that it can go, okay? So that's about thinking about that, obviously, outside of the wardrobe context. Um, So showing... The book kind of shows you how to eliminate the non-essentials and how to do it in a way that, you know, still you can gain respect um, and maintain respect from from people around you. Um, But doing that in a way that you can eliminate all the non-essential things in your life, whatever they are, um, and so that you can focus on the more important ones. Um, Third is execute. So obviously, once you've done that, once you've sorted your wardrobe, um, you want it to stay tidy, right? Because things creep back in, you dump things in there, whatever. So we need a regular routine for organising it. So it's about having a system um, to make sure that you're kind of executing your your intentions um, in, a most, in the most effortless way, I would say. So kind of creating a process that makes the getting the essential things done as effortless as possible. So let's say in the clothes contest, context, you need to know where you can drop off clothes to, you know, a donation um, 
box or a shop, whatever it is, and the hours that you can go there, right? You need to have a scheduled time to go there, book it in, right? Exactly the same thing. You need to make it really easy to do these things that you want to do. And that is kind of the three stages of the book. So it talks you through how to do that. Um, So how can we apply this to other areas of our life I think it's probably pretty clear how we can apply this um, to kind of work context I think it seems quite obvious how we can apply this to a work context because a lot of the examples in the book are from a work context so let's think about fitness first of all so trying to do loads of things so if you're someone who's like oh I really want to um, get stronger but you're like also you know trying out a new sport and you're like also trying to up your running and you're trying to you know learn these new skills like what is actually your focus here because at the moment you're doing like five different things and you're not getting really good at any of them at the moment you're kind of being average in all of them right sounds tough but I definitely I think I'm speaking to myself here (laughs) so what do you want to get better at let's say that is is you want to get strong you're stretching yourself too thin if you're trying to get strong and doing your strength training and you're also trying to up your running and you're let's say you're also decided you're going to train for a marathon you're kind of doing them then both half-assed in that way right so what is the priority right now and are your actions taking you closer to the most important goal so if you are an essentialist and then the essentialist was trying to get stronger, they are going to do less but better. So they're going to cut out all the extra sessions that are doing stuff that aren't actually getting themselves closer to the goal of getting stronger. They are going to be strength training, you know, two to three times a week rather than having, you know, five, six sessions a week where some of them they have no energy for, etc. They're going to rest between their workouts. They're going to train every muscle group in each of those sessions so probably training in a full body style they're focusing on quality within that session so focusing on tempo and control and making sure that they get the most out of those sets probably performing somewhere between 8 to 12 reps um, per set in those sessions and training pretty close to failure so you know the last couple sets should be pretty hard and we shouldn't really be able to have many more reps in the tank um, maybe one or two um, max at the end of that set yeah, maybe the last set, we're pushing it. um, And we know that we haven't got any more in the tank with good form. So think about which area of your life you need to apply this to. And I highly, highly recommend a read of this book. Because as I've already said, it it changed things for me. And and in times where I'm like, oh my god, I'm so busy. um, I'm like, Jazz, get your shit together. Busy is not impressive. You need to work on the essential. You need to hone in that focus and actually spend time on the things that are most important and will get you to that goal whatever that may be thank you so much for listening to my ramble today i will be back next week with a guest as usual alternating between having a guest and just me rambling alone So I will see you then. In the meantime, if you could just hit that five star review button, I will love you forever. Thanks, guys.